Good day to you. Hope you're having a wonderful day. Want to look at Psalm 119. Want to look at that next stanza. It is Yud. Now that's the Hebrew character that is representing this stanza. Um, each, I think each line or each verse is supposed to, in Hebrew, start with this character Yud. Um, they say Yud. It's spelled Y-O-D, so we might be tempted to say Yod or Yod, but from what I could look up and tell, it's pronounced Yud. So it's Psalm 119, verses 73 through 80, through 80, 73 through 80. Your hands have made me and fashioned me. Give me understanding that I may learn your commandments. Those who fear you will be glad when they see me, because I have hoped in your word. I know, O Lord, that your judgments are right and that in faithfulness you have afflicted me. Let, I pray, your merciful kindness be for my comfort, according to your word to your servant. Let your tender mercies come to me, that I may live, for your law is my delight. Let the proud be ashamed, for they treated me wrongfully with falsehood, but I will meditate on your precepts. Let those who fear you turn to me, those who know your testimonies. Let my heart be blameless regarding your statutes, that I may not be ashamed. So as we look through these verses, your hands have made me and fashioned me, some say established me. You know, we're giving God credit for making us, for establishing us, and then we're asking, give me understanding that I may Learn your commandments. All of Psalm 119 stresses the importance of knowing God's word, of, of reading and understanding the commandments that have been given to us. And even though that was very important in the Old Testament times, it's just as extremely important now that we know and understand we can apply these same ideas to learning about the Lord in the New Testament and following Jesus and his commandments. Those who fear you will be glad when they see me, because I have hoped in your word. Now this has to do more with reverencing God, not really being afraid, but, but revering him, honoring him, respecting him, and acknowledging those who are others like fellow Christians, fellow believers are going to you know, be glad when they see you. That's the idea. We like to uh, be around each other and be able to interact with one another as God's children, right? I know, O oh Lord, that your judgments are right. And some, some will say righteous or, you know, lawful and correct or, you know, honorable. They are God's judgments. The Lord's judgments are correct and fair. And that in faithfulness you have afflicted me. Now, in this case, this is a, a learning type of affliction. This is like we're being instructed and taught. And we have to realize that this life, which has its problems and has its good and bad, and, you know, we're going to have some troubles here and there. We're going to have bad things happen. Um, but all of these are teachable moments. These are times we can learn. We can learn, we can exercise our faith and exercise our patience sometimes. I, I'm not the best at that either. So 
just to be fair, but that's what this life is for, to learn to be more like the Lord, to learn to follow Him better. Let, I pray, your merciful kindness be for my comfort, you know, during these hard times, according to your word to your servant, right? So again, knowing God's word will let you also know that he is here for you, that he is a comfort to you, that he has grace and strength. He will strengthen you for the hard times. Let your tender mercies come to me that I may live, for your law is my delight. Well, we're talking about tender mercies. God is merciful. He knows that we make, um, well, I was going to say we make mistakes, and we do make mistakes. We do uh, make mistakes, but there's also times when we willfully sin, and let's just let's just admit it. Let's you know, let's not sugarcoat or water that down. There's times when we just want to do what we want to do, and we sin, and that's that's it. It's a harsh thing, but sometimes you got to look at yourself in the mirror and just be and just be honest and say, look, that's just a sin. I committed a sin. I did that. And then go to God for his mercy. He will give you that mercy. We were talking about grace at uh, my congregation last night. So, But uh, he is full of grace and mercy, and he will give that to you. Let the proud be ashamed, for they treated me wrongfully with falsehood, but I will meditate on your precepts. Now here, basically, and I know this is said in kind of a poetic way. You have to remember, Psalms are songs or poems, and and some people refer to them as prayers. And you can kind of see how songs and prayers can go together because you're praising God and maybe you're also asking of God. So there's there's some similarities here. But... um. Here, the idea is I will meditate on your precepts. I will meditate on God's word so that I will know not to be tricked by these falsehoods, right? Sometimes we're going to be tricked by falsehoods, right? Let the proud be ashamed, for they treated me wrongfully with falsehood, meaning they, they lied to us, they deceived us. Now, sometimes, because we're following the word of God and we're being kind, sometimes we may be, um, fooled in that way or deceived in that way. But that's not really on us. That's on the other person. If someone has a need and you help them and fulfill that need in a Christian manner, and then you find out later that person was uh, conning you or tricking you, that's not your fault. That's, that's on them. God doesn't hold that to your charge. He holds that to their charge. Now, again, though, we should be studying God's Word and try to avoid as much of that as possible, but sometimes it's impossible to do that. Sometimes we just, as humans, we're not going to be able to sort out all the deception. We're not God. So sometimes that's going to happen, and so he's saying let them be ashamed of themselves for doing that, and that makes sense. Let those who fear you, again, has more to do with revering God than actual like tremble in fear, but but being having some fear of God's power does make sense. I mean, you're talking the creator of the universe. He has all power to destroy anything or to create anything, obviously. So so having some fear would make sense, but in this case it really means more about reverence and respect 
So let those who fear you turn to me, those who know your testimonies. And that, again, has to do with other godly people, other people who are following Christ. Let my heart be blameless regarding your statutes that I may not be ashamed. And here, let our heart be blameless. Well, that doesn't mean we haven't sinned, that we haven't done wrong, but that means we have forgiveness from God. We have that, again, that grace, that mercy, that forgiveness. He forgives us and he forgets our sin. He removes it from his, uh, how does it say? It says he uh, casts that into a like a sea of forgetfulness. And he removes it as far as the east from the west. So he just removes our sin, and he doesn't remember it anymore, even though we still remember our sin, and we need to learn those lessons so that we don't do that or so that we can quit doing whatever that wrong thing is. We all have different struggles, so I don't want to be too specific. I have certain things. You may have different things. So, But let my heart be blameless regarding your statutes. Of course, going back to God's word, going back to what the Lord has taught us and commanded us, you know, that I may not be ashamed. As a follower of Christ, we should make sure that we understand what Christ is telling us so that we know the difference in what is good and what is sin and what is okay, what's what's in the middle. Maybe it's not necessarily good, as in you're not helping someone else, but you're not sinning and doing something wrong either. There is there is this in-between area where maybe, um, I don't know, maybe you watch a certain nice show. There's nothing sinful about it, you know? Like I said, a nice show, right? <laughs> so nothing sinful about that, or you read a good book, and there's nothing sinful about that, right? But um, those things are okay, but they're not really helping someone necessarily, uh, but they're not sinning either. But maybe it's something good that you do for yourself. Maybe it's something, and, and we could say that's a little bit selfish, but we need to have a little time for ourselves, right? We need to have a little break. That's a kind of rest that... God gives us and wants us to have, so we don't want to take away from that. All right, so this has been Psalm 119, verses 73 through 80. And just remember that Psalm 119 is really stressing through every stanza that we've read so far, and I think it's through all the stanzas to come, that we need to make sure that we are studying God's Word, that we are following the Lord by reading His Word and knowing it, putting that in our hearts and practicing that in our lives. I think that is the the main gist of the entire psalm. And this is a big psalm, and there's 20-some stanzas. I think uh, there were 22, and I don't remember which one we're on right now, but we're not very far along. So I want to thank you for listening. Hope you have a wonderful day. May God bless you and keep you safe. And remember, God loves you.